Hey guys, welcome back to Overcoming Barriers. Uh, we are here to discuss compassion and choosing it and choosing compassion. And I don't like the way that I just came into this thing. Reload that, reload that. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Um, I am Olivia and I have with me here. Guys, my name is Lynn. Okay, good. And um, yeah, we're about to talk about choosing compassion and what better way to kind of choose compassion and relate to what compassion is today than seeing it in our world today because no offense, but our world lacks compassion, man. In every sense, there there is a lot. There is a lot that is happening. I wanted to start this episode on a good note, but clearly that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, compassion. What do you define as compassion? And I'm not talking about dictionary. I'm just asking off the top of your head, Lynn. Like, what do you define as? to compassion what what comes to your mind when i think of like compassion it's like this might sound dumb but it's like two words company and passion passion when i think of passion i think of enjoyment intimacy involvement wanting to understand something wanting to know eager excitement i think of all these positive words about someone who's just like really excited about something and then when i think of the other part company i think about groups of people lots groups of people a person um and an individual so when I think about compassion like together add those two words together you get compassion you see what I did there um (laughs) you've got like wanting to be an eager and excited and enjoying enjoying and joyful about being in the presence of somebody else that's why I think about compassion when I think about compassion I think um wanting to help eager to be involved with eager to see and be with and engage with other people I don't know if that's the real definition but that's what compassion is to me Mm, that's a good definition I don't know about you me compassion it was hard for me to put it into words I kind of mistaked it for empathy or consideration which are different words altogether but that's just me and my limited vocabulary right um but actually let me get let me get up my let me get up my notes and put on the definition of compassion or what it means to be compassionate so the definition is to have sympathy or no to have sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings and misfortunes of others so basically to recognize the suffering of others and then take actions to help so you kind of were right to some degree um but yeah that's why we kind of see the word compassion a lot in the bible um especially you know in reference to jesus and how he was a very he is a very compassionate being um and how he would willingly suffer for and with other people um and relating it back to today I'm not gonna lie we don't really see that um 
or we we don't see it often I would say um in in our society and to be honest for a lot of us that wasn't that's not our fault it's just not how we were raised it wasn't how I was raised I didn't even know what the word meant for a very long time it was very hard to um put into words but bringing it into real world problems I guess what do you think about the world in in terms of compassion like do you think that there is a lack of compassion um or do you not many people in the world are suffering right now um due to COVID-19 it's been a period of reflection a period of understanding and getting to know um I guess yourself your family and just being inside has allowed you to kind of be grateful for what you already have and if you don't have anything or lack some sort of skill um you've been able to get that one thing though I do think that compassion has brought out of people is understanding that we're all suffering at this time and I think that has meant that we were able to use our resources more widespread um, so the two resources that I talked about on church were uh, time and money. Uh, time and money are worldly things, but you can use them at, to play into the hands of godly values um, and Christian values and all the other values that may come of different religions that people listen to this podcast might be. You can use time and money, which are two very precious worldly resources to support other people's and to show compassion. I say this because time, a lot of people don't have time. Um, either they're too busy working, they've got too many commitments, or um, they just think they've got better things to do. And money, because during the coronavirus situation, um, not many people are employed. Um, obviously, people have unfortunately lost their jobs, for example, those working in the gig economy. Um, so you've got cab drivers, um, people who work in bars, restaurants, all unable to work just because of COVID. Um, and I think the fact that people are willing to put aside time and money um, to support other people, I think, is really fundamental because it's just like, wow, these people understanding that yes even though I have little I still give and I think a lot of the time or a lot of during this coronavirus situation even with the very little people have people have been generous I'd like to think that I've seen a lot of generosity from people um for those that don't have money it probably is time for those who have no time but have the money money um and some people both and I think that's been really great because I don't think I know anybody who can comfortably say that they didn't suffer during COVID. It doesn't have to be um, financially, um, but also like mentally, spiritually, physically. Um, there was a lot of burden on everybody from being inside. And I think that that's one way I think I've seen the world be compassion, compassionate, not compassion. Um, however, I think on the downside, where I think people have missed the opportunity or need to take up the opportunity um, is just being able to talk to people and show kindness I think now the kind world needs kindness more than ever me and Olivia are constantly talking about this on like Instagram and sharing with you guys be nice to someone or be kind or like you don't know what your idea could do because um as I like like to think like some the reason you're here on this earth is you're the answer to somebody's prayer so you need to 
actively seek to be kind because you don't understand like your smile could literally change someone's entire day like for me for example I think it was like the last two days I felt like oh I like I don't really speak to my friends anymore and then I was getting messages from like all my friends and I was just like wow like I have friends like this sounds dumb but literally each and every individual might that I speak to almost most of them reached out to me and it's like in isolation anything but the fact that God aligned them that they all messaged me in the space of 48 hours I was just like wow that's something isn't it so yeah I think that we need to take more opportunities to show compassion because more than just time and money I think time and money are the big ones um and that like show where your heart is at where your heart posture is at because most people don't want to give up time don't want to give their money um but I think there's smaller acts that you can do simply by sending a text message to someone smiling at someone saying god bless you um taking a moment to ask someone how their day is that would really make this world a better place um so yeah like over to you olivia what's your opinion on this well first off that was beautiful um yeah thanks there (laughs) i i agree you know once again um being compassionate can come a long way and you know it can go a long way to you know changing even changing someone's life and a lot of people me for one are inside them inside their heads a lot especially with everything going on in COVID and you know just as Lynn has said you know a lot of people have been isolated so it can even be very it can be even harder to figure out where someone is at mentally especially when you're just talking through them you're talking to them through zoom and you know a lot of people are putting on a facade saying yeah I'm fine but you're not too sure what's going on behind doors so just to be kind and be generous and go that extra step um even if it is like one little thing or five minutes out of your day it can go a heck of a long way um and yeah you know what, funny enough, I had, me personally, in terms of what I've been dealing with in, in terms of my walk with God, I was asking for, I was asking him to be more considerate to others. Um, and see, notice how before in the episode, I mistake the word compassion with, you know, be consideration. So I, I told you guys what um, to be compassionate means, right? However, considerate con- consideration means to be careful and not to inconvenience or harm others, which is something that I hope we all should strive to do. However, compassion is to suffer with that person, to not only just empathize, but just to be there, just as Lynn was saying before, to comfort with that person. So now I guess I'm going to change my prayer and say I I pray to be more compassionate Um, and I think that's something that I'm dealing with a lot right now that's something that I'm really trying to change Um, and it can be hard for a lot of people because personally I kind of see myself as closed off and cold and you know even the other day um, when I, I think it was someone's birthday and I forgot to give them a present and you know my mom was like oh my gosh you've you've got to give this person a present like you know you're close to that person 
And I was thinking, mm, yeah, I might just send them a text, which is terrible. But I thought in my head, I don't like to receive gifts. So, you know, how could that person possibly like to receive gifts? But at the end of the day, it's first off, it is the consideration considering, you know, um, being considerate of that other person's feelings and, you know, how they feel, what they want. But just comforting them in the way as to be there, to, to just be in a certain state with them, to really feel where they are at. Um, and often that is overlooked. I definitely know I overlook it. But yeah, that's, that's what I feel in terms of... Um, compassion I do feel that is very important however for a lot of people like I said it it can be um a lot of people can overlook it and yeah that's me totally agree there um another thing I want to talk about uh, as well as choosing compassion is um like the world state um, I think this is really important to discuss and I think we have a we could talk about a lot here um when discussing the world state because I don't know, like, it's very fragile. Does that make sense? Um, you know, the big day here in the UK is June the 21st. Clubs are opening. I don't know if pubs are opening, but they probably are. Most people um, age, I think, over 50 by then would have received their first and maybe even second dose if they're lucky. And I think um, the world state is very, like, interesting because it's like, oh, my gosh, like, almost one and a half years on since lockdown and covid even existed we're out now will life kind of go back to normal but also i think the reason i say the world state is fragile because things like mental health um physical health but mostly mental hasn't really been addressed too much um, and i think it's also very hard to be compassionate with someone who might be struggling mentally if you aren't aware of it so i wanted to like talk about it um yeah, talking about mental health, probably not our own, but more about like generic mental health. What have you seen, heard? Um, what can you tell us about what you think is going to happen and how we can like address it, I guess? Well, in reality, you know, everything opening up, it will be a bit of an adjustment, especially as you just said, we've been in lockdown for like one and a half years. And I remember talking to some family members actually about it. And um, one of them was saying, you know, how she's quite anxious and quite nervous to get back out there, back into quote unquote reality and normality, whatever that is, because it's, it's quite a big shift, if that kind of makes sense. Uh, don't mis mistake me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like a lot of us have, been a bit more introverted since lockdown has come um you know in terms of because of isolation and um a lot more restrictions so yeah I feel like it will be quite a bit of adjustment for most but then again saying that to today was you know quite a nice sunny day it was a really nice day out actually and people were treating it like it was summer, mate. People were treating it like it was the summer holidays 
I saw smokes of barbecues, you know, and stuff like that. So once everything opens, I feel like a, a lot of people are going to be happy to see people that they haven't seen in a while. Um, but yeah, mentally, once again, I, I feel like it will be quite a bit of a shift just to get out there again, just as everything is. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you think what do you think will happen um yeah I think now that summer's coming you know everyone's getting excited everyone is looking forward to it I think being you know outside and in the sun it really does something I think engaging I think what people need to like do is understand how to socialize again in real life and not kind of be scared um, I think that's going to do a great thing because then you can interact with people, you can learn. It's about being creative, I think. I think one thing is when we think about choosing compassion in this time and sympathizing with people who are suffering, I think we need to get onto their level. Um, I really get to understand and remember, like, it's not a, just about what we've spoken about on other episodes and wanting to just respect the person. It's getting to, not just saying, I respect the fact that you're going through something. I'll, I'll be a bit more lenient. No, it's like, I want to know what you're going through. If you want to get to deeper levels, how can we tackle the problem? How can we dress it? Um, something in the financial land that I learned about, you have like coffee catch-ups. Like, let's have a catch-up. Like, I haven't heard from you for a while. Um, how's your mental health doing? What you've been up to? What are you doing to tackle it? Um, is there anything I can maybe pray for you about? Is there anything I can do to help? Is there something that we could do together to like get your mind off it? Good things like that, if that makes sense. Like, for example, I play chess now. Um, I need a chess body. Like, I would love if someone messaged you, like, oh, I want to play chess, but I just, you know. So going out of someone's way when you're messaging your friend, like, you can always go with your friend and have a chat. But if you have a chat and play chess, you're doing something fun, enjoyable, clearing your mind, learning new skills. I feel like we need to be more creative um, with our compassion because compassion is starting to, I'm not saying it's bad to look the same and to give time and to give money. Like I said in my previous point, but what you do want is we're creative people. Let's elaborate on that. I mean, we've, we're allowed outside now. We can't just rush back to this, like as much as I really want to rush back to the cinema and the restaurants, we need to like rush to do new ideas. We've been up inside for a year and a half. Some people have got great ideas and you're laying them like, like a, like a hen, like, use your idea especially if it's an empowering idea I think it's time to rise up and see how you can put that into action because I think there's a lot of inaction as well and I think that how to I'm going to relate this back to choosing compassion is that if someone is suffering and you have an idea of how you want to get them out or not necessarily making I don't want you to feel like oh yeah like because I didn't message this person I'm not being compassionate because I'm letting them suffer with their mental health. No. But say you have an idea of, oh, um, I want to start uh, a talking club. And the talking club is to help elderly people. You've understood, the way you've been compassionate is you've understood that there's elderly people, elderly, excuse me, elderly people suffering with um, loneliness. And you said, okay, I'm going to set up a talking club. And you doing that is you're actively maybe like, subconsciously as well um seeking to help someone who is suffering or being compassionate because you're thinking okay how can I improve the life of someone else by you starting the talking club yes it's a great idea when it's in your head but it can be even greater when it comes to pass and when you do the physical and you start the talking club for those um lonely elderly people or when you run that marathon and raise money or when you do that like 
picnic in the park with all the people um in your accommodation and like get to know each other because you've all been like isolating and you don't really have any friends like you're really networking and opening up yourself and I think compassion sometimes it's like just sympathizing and giving money and giving charity and giving time and doing this and but like there's so many small things like aspects to compassion smiling could be you see someone looking sad and you smile you know that's like a thing like if you smile at someone they're sad like they're gonna smile back that works with me like that one trick will literally work with you know when I give you that frown yeah and then you see me sm- and then I look sad and I'm like oh what's up there like nothing and I'll do that thing I'm like nothing and I like you know and then someone smiles at me I instantly start smiling like that is being compassionate because you saw me suffering and you decided to smile at me and now I'm gonna smile to you because you know the like the biography it's not the biography biology it's not the geography yeah the biology the word not the geography the biology means that I've got to smile back at you too so mm. I think that's like very interesting I don't know though sometimes it's, it's nice to I sound like a complete downer right like the complete contrast to Lynn but sometimes it's nice to you know smile and make sure that person's cheering up and doing good and stuff like that but sometimes I see it as more fair sometimes more therapeutic to stay in that state like I don't know if this makes sense but like say for example you know if I'm crying over something rather than to just like go like hey you know it's okay like be be cheerful, you know, be great and stuff like that. I feel like I'd probably be the person to be like, no, cry about this. This is something sad. Cry, let it all out, let it all out. Like just be in your, just be in this dark state and, you know, get it all out of your system and then rejuvenate and, you know, cleanse, cleanse it out. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just different that way. But um, yeah, whatever weights, whatever works for that person, whatever works for you as well, definitely. But yeah, um, compassion, like Lynn said, compassion can come in many forms, many forms. And not just like she said, you know, going to the cinema, going out for a restaurant, going like, girl, are you okay? Are you okay? Because you've been look, you you've been looking like you've been stressing and yada, 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 which of course is you know a really good way to you know see what's happening to that person but you know also different doing different activities or maybe just like me just sitting with that person let them cry it out and just get everything out until they are bone dry and yeah compassion can come in many ways and sometimes you know you don't you don't see it but you're making a big difference to someone's life trust me you're making a very big difference and sometimes I feel like um a lot of us especially since lockdown we need to get out of our comfort zones like me for example I guess I've been more paranoid especially with you know germs bacteria like even even tv shows for example where I see people hugging each other or doing certain things real close post-covid me I'm like Mm-mm. I'm getting anxiety watching that because I'm like whoa that's a bit too close 
But some people are even like you can't even, you can't even blow out candles anymore because <laughs> people's cakes like you cannot blow out candles because the germs that you're spreading across the cake cheese exactly like it's it's ridiculous but i'm not saying get out of your comfort zone as in like lick the sidewalk like that's extreme <laughs> i'm saying get out your comfort zone as in as in instead of staying in your bubble Instead of having your headphones in, I do this a lot, by the way. So I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm trying to practice what I'm preaching here. But instead of just staying in your, in your um, business, having your headphones in, just not interacting with other people, just going upon your business, maybe take out your headphones. Observe if you're doing some errands that you're running, just, you know, observe where you're going, observe your surroundings and even if you're like uh, in a shop and you might see that the um the person at the cash point she's a bit stressed and stuff like that you know you might even say to her like you're right you're okay yeah like so true you know like even though you know there's a long line after you just a quick like a you know have a nice day have a have a good day um yeah word those stuff like that can do a lot to people exactly something else we should do we should flip it on um, its head actually and we talked about choosing compassion why we should be uh, helping others and I think we didn't even touch on this but I think also what comes along coincides with that whole conversation is being grateful I guess Um, we understand that everyone is suffering and not to make your suffering seem smaller than than someone else's suffering but like be thankful for the small things you were given because they really are just building you up for the big things you're going to have in the future um and be grateful because there's someone probably outside not living your life who has less than you and that doesn't mean to diminish the little diminish or minimize what you're going through right now but even if you're just grateful for the fact that you have a bed if you're sleeping in a bed at the moment I don't know your living conditions or being thankful for the gift of life um even though it might be tough um, because one of my good friends always says like tough times never last. And this brings me on to my next point um, about flipping this conversation. It's head about choosing compassion. Um, and let's talk about suffering and let's talk about how to, I guess, get through suffering um, being strong and how, I guess, how we can affirm that this is not going to last on how we can affirm tough times never last like how do we know that let's let's talk about that living let's have an open conversation about why tough times um they don't last and how we can overcome them so what's one affirmation or not affirmation what's one thing like you live by um when you're down or when you're sad or what's one thing that you do is it eating some people eat ice cream I think I just sulk. I'll be a hundred percent for real I would just sulk like a child like a baby until I get my I like own this way. topic Sorry. and um if I'm gonna be 100% real it's a habit that I've drawn out I'm slowly I want to say I need to see I think I have but and some other people said I've improved but I need to be I think more exposed to more people to see if it's really true but I think if I don't get anywhere I'm very stubborn um, and I can sulk a lot but I think I've kind of like reduced my sulking I sulk less I get over things quicker and I think I'm don't when I things are tough I don't think I sulk necessarily but I'm no longer like down I'm just still upbeat like I'm I just stay in that same you know but uh, mm. let's see what people think Olivia how do you 
react to suffering and tough times? I don't know if I've really suffered through that many hard times or crucial Neither times. Am I. I'm not saying I've suffered. Please don't think that. Yeah, I mean, not not too much. Some difficult times have happened things. But I think for me, this is probably a, a, a destructive habit. Uh, when I was younger, no, tell a lie. I still do it now. Uh, I, I feel like I'm a very hard, I can sometimes be a very hard person to get a hold of, mainly because I'm not around my phone that much. Like it, it's very bad um, sometimes. And that's, that's when I'm in a good mood. That's when I'm in a good mood. So when I suffer, I feel like I close myself off more. Yeah. Uh, either I close myself off more. There's, there's two types, actually. Either I close myself off more, I become very cold-hearted. And um, I don't... That's the thing. I close myself off. I do cry, but r- rarely. Like, it, it, it would take quite a bit for me to cry and I would just put myself into this big old bubble of just you know darkness that sounds depressing um (laughs) or I would kind of rub it off and not in the best way like um say for example you know something happens and you know something big has happened to me but I would just like um rub it off as in you know complete utter disbelief that's that's mostly what happens to me actually that's mostly what happens to me where you know say for example I get some really bad news I don't even cry for time I don't even cry or I don't even show any sense of remorse in any single way or suffering outwardly um but I suppress it yeah yeah I suppress it a lot and then literally like a few months later I'll just deep it and that's when I start crying and I start feeling like oh no which is bad and yeah I get that I think um we have complete opposite so you are more like containing it um and I'm at absolutely letting it destroy me <laughs> I cannot hide it when I'm angry or upset guys I'm not I'm not a part of that you everybody's mm. gonna know hit me you your uncle your auntie everybody's seeing me when I'm walking in the hallways like oh listen guys I've every- seen I've seen Lynn when she's when she's mad or upset right uh, when I'm mad I've it's different anger not to say it's not a tantrum but like you're gonna let people know <laughs> Yeah, I'm not hiding that. Like, I want everybody to know I'm sad now. It's probably it's probably changed, but before sharp tongue, sharp tongue on this one. Uh, uh, I don't have a sharp tongue, guys. I'm 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 soft. I'm it's a soft. It's a very soft tongue, not least but soft, delicate, with well-spoken words. I hope. Mm. Um, no, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, I think now. Before though, I think me being upset, like. I don't want to, I'm not playing a blame game, but do you know when like you're so upset that you just feel like nobody can do anything with you? And because you're say, I can't take the help. So because I can't take the help of other people, um, people stop trying and then 
if people stop trying you get upset that they stop trying i get upset i don't even get upset i'm no longer i can't be bothered upset be bothered anymore to be upset but now i'm just stuck because i can't get myself out i think it's because you rely too much in your own not on your own yeah on your own strength to get you out and sometimes you need two people um not even sometimes a lot of the difficulties that you go through it's very hard for you to go through things by yourself. It can sometimes feel like you're putting a burden on sometimes someone else's shoulders. Wait, some people have this thing, I think, um, of, oh, I'm not going to tell people my problems because I, I don't want to put my burdens about them and that kind of stuff. But it's not even that like you're putting your burdens on them. Like being able to alleviate removes half the problems anyway, because all this, there's this high pressure, high intensity on your on yourself with whatever this problem might be and I think that talking to someone or sharing that or leaving that onto pain onto someone else can sometimes feel like you're giving them your pain but you're really not you're just alleviating the weight of the pain that you feel and just letting it dissipate by talking about it and I think that's a problem that not problem but there's opportunities for people and people need to take opportunities or seek opportunities or pray for opportunities to come where they can talk about their problems and their issues openly and get them out there uh not for the entire world to know that i'm having problems with x but just to uh be able to heal better and to be strong because it says in the bible that two are better than one um and that basically is where when your brother falls or when someone falls someone is always there to raise you up and it's because you're anchored sometimes you will fall down and things will hurdle you and you might stumble just before you've reached the peak of the mountain as you're in that valley and how you are able to escape that is through your sister or brother in Christ or in general who's able to lift you up back up and hold you up because if you're by yourself and you're really down you need someone to lift you up and that tends to be your friend like your friend your neighbor your mother your father your sister your boyfriend your girlfriend who lifts you up who raises you up and I think that's really important that you have someone there um to support you because it really does make a difference and I think this is where like going back to that talking thing is that when you have someone they can pour into you the love like you don't understand I keep mentioning love and I'm not even mentioning like romantic love like there's different types I don't remember this one of like agape love Mm -hmm. oh gosh yeah there's like agape and whatever kinds of love but like for example let's talk about the friendship that me and Olivia have Olivia is like the one friend yeah everyone like I say needs a friend like Olivia Olivia just says something and you're not laughing at her you're just laughing what she says and she brings out this extra joy in your like life that you're talking to Olivia and you just think Olivia why (laughs) and you just laugh and you're enjoying and it's like maybe that I'm stressed right now talking to Olivia she might not maybe um have the answer or maybe she does have the answer but I'm reluctant to even ask her just having someone to talk to alleviates that um breaks that down and that's when we go back to this phrase that tough times never last they don't last when you have someone with you when you have a buddy to go with you through it Um, yeah like okay let's put this into almost every relationship type okay start with friendship 
if you fall out with another friend, you have another friend to talk about it. Not to talk about and be like, oh yeah, this girl, no. But to kind of be like, oh yeah, I'm going like me and this person, like how do you approach this? What should I do? Um, You have also another friend to talk about maybe other issues that you may have. If you, um, the relationships you have with your manager and people you work with in a career subjects, if you make a mistake, if you want to, progress in your career if you're looking for support and guidance the relationship you have with your manager is the type of relationship where they're there to support you they're there to guide you they're your teacher they're your leader you're to follow them that's the unless kind of they're a bad manager unless i've had some mm, but everyone has their good good and bad and everyone has their good traits when you're with um a father and a parent and child relationship the parent is to lead the child is to guide the child is to build their foundations god's given you this child allowed you to have this child and you're building them up in their foundations you're bringing them up you're, you're being stable you're holding this child and you're you're raising them and why you have it doesn't take one parent to make a child but two parents to make a child is because two people do it better than one they're giving Mm. them a holistic perspective a mother and a father the mother is teaching Mm. certain attributes and the father is teaching attributes and the reason why even if the mother let's take away from mother and father husband and wife relationships people who are married people who are together the reason that those two people together are good is because they're going to support each other financially not just uh mentally physically if one person is is maybe uh, a little bit overweight and the other wasn't isn't that person can run their buddy you're you're making yourself accountable is the key thing here accountability accountability is accountability is big if your tough times never last and you have no one to think of no one to help you guide you to lead you to teach you if you're not accountable say you have a goal and thinking one year from now I want to be the happiest I've ever been and it's just you to you probably look back and think you're not how do I say this I've realized from this like yeah you're not a good measure of your own goals like you are overly or underly biased against your own self as to whether you have achieved something or not achieved something and to the extent of which uh it is significant so you could think oh yeah I didn't achieve my I for example um I make some achievements and I don't think they're very significant but then someone else is going to think this is hugely significant or very significant or there's certain attributes that I think are extremely significant where other people look and think that's not that significant but it's a bias against me because that's my character that's what I think is significant in my life so Mm -hmm. when you have someone it brings it into perspective and makes them accountable to you you make them account you're accountable to someone. I could think that losing, uh, putting on 10 stone is absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to be curvy and yes, that's the one. But from an accountability perspective, and I've hit that target, for me, that's really significant. It's great. But to my accountability friend over here on the left, um, you pin on 10 stone, Lynn, you might want to check yourself because now you can't walk, you can't breathe. Things are going to the left a little bit um, and your, your health is at risk. Does that make sense? I think that's why... It's always having good someone. to get a different perspective. hundred percent. And especially like Lynn was saying, when you're by yourself, you're much more weaker. Like there, there have been some instances where I wouldn't say depressed, but I was at a very low state. And I think everybody's gotten that where, you know, thoughts start intercepting like your own thoughts. Like where, you know, I can't tell anyone this because of, you know, you have a great sense of shame. You have a great sense of guilt. You have a great sense of overbearingness on other people, just as Lynn said. 
However, if you get that other person's opinion intercepting that, it shines brighter, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know, because it's funny, you don't really take your own advice. You don't really take your own advice. You, The advice that you say to other people, most likely I won't take to myself. Like I'm saying, so, you know, someone else, love yourself, respect yourself, be kind to yourself when I'm feeling it. I feel it's difficult for, you know, to do it for me. So if, say, for example, me and Lynn, if I know that she might be going through something and vice versa, even though we might be lacking both, you know, in in, in different parts, at least we can say to each other, okay, well, you know, how about you do this? How about you try this? So even though technically it's kind of your same... it's your advice because it's coming from someone else it might it might hit different if that kind of makes sense as well definitely but yeah it's definitely something to think about and just just support other people that's easier said than done that's 100% easier said than done I'm not saying go to a homeless shelter and you know serve food all week and stuff like that because you might have a job I don't know but um just let it start small let it start small even if it is like your family members that you haven't talked to in a while friends that you haven't talked to in a while and just let it grow from there let it stem from there and also be forgiving of yourself man be forgiving of yourself Because I know, like, sometimes, for example, if I haven't talked to my grandmas who are in the Caribbean right now, like, I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I am such a I'm such a bad granddaughter. I haven't even talked to this person. I haven't talked to this person in ages. First of all, everybody's going through something. At least you're thinking about doing it now. Like, don't penalize yourself for this one thing because it's just going to make you feel worse. It's going to make you feel guilty. It's one. It's going to make you suppress the pain even further. So don't do that. Just say, okay, this is what I'm going to, you know, improve on. Keep it moving and actually act on that action. And also what I kind of find is, I think I've said this before in the podcast, actually, when it, when it, what it takes for me to actually act upon something is for me not to say it like I don't say it to other people if you have an idea keep it in your head write it down right this sounds journaling exactly great advice because I don't do it (laughs) just write it down just just write it down marinate on it pray on it you know just meditate whatever ponder on it for a second once you have that idea start planning it start kind of manifesting in the idea into a plan and then you know you can then push that into an action whereas if you tell other people right if you tell other people of this idea when you're you're too busy telling people about yeah I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this now you have multiple accountability uh, partners that really and truly you didn't really ask for so these people will be coming to you going like oh so what happened to this idea what happened to this idea they won't take you as seriously and in result you'll kind of beat yourself out you'll beat yourself up about it yeah 
but yeah went off track but need to no totally yeah totally agree your ideas like we said are very very valuable to this world so be precious about them and build them uh as they say like what do you say that move in silence (laughs) build your ideas in silence and let them flourish in confidence to the world because some of the things that you are sitting on right now yes you and you don't think I'm talking about you I am literally going to change the world so you need to write it down pray on it marinate on it if you must um and yeah start planning it get people involved if you need to and um start working away um and getting it going because really and truly you've discovered just a portion or part of that purpose they're supposed to do or it will come to pass when it does I think another interesting thing you know before we close to talk about Mm -hmm. um as we end on this I guess discussion and episode um yep it's Easter weekend this weekend it's gonna be a little bit rainy uh, unlike the sun that we've had this amazing week um but I guess I want to talk about reflecting um and things that have helped us to be more compassionate people I don't know if I'd say I'm a compassionate person I feel like I've still got a long way to go um but learning to become a compassionate person because I feel like you can always progress um and gain wisdom in those areas um and how we manage to overcome the tough times because I think tough times and suffering is all subjective obviously some suffering is extreme um and you cannot there's no doubt about it but you suffer everybody suffers in their own way um and the pain that we feel is relative and subjective so I guess my question is Olivia what one tip would you give to someone or give to your old self um during the tough time um on how to overcome it and what's one I guess goal so you're being accountable to the podcast that you have for um and to become more compassionate in the future Hmm. uh okay so first one tip of how to help me get through the suffering or anyone just in general um hmm. for me personally and for people that react like me in terms of how you know we react to suffering I would say not to brush whatever you're going through off. Like, don't set it aside. Don't suppress it. Talk about it. Um, And just acknowledge that it's there. Sometimes it can be difficult. And I I can expect from a lot of people, it can be very hard to talk about your emotions and be vulnerable from other people because, you know, just as human beings by default that is our um self-protection that that helps us protect ourselves that's our default mechanism uh protect um mechanism of protection whatever so yeah I would say to go out of your comfort zone and talk about talk about your feelings a bit more um don't be so hard on yourself and yeah and one tip of how to be more compassionate oh do I even know I'm still trying to go through it (laughs) um 
I would say no one goal one goal oh goal 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 yeah for yourself for myself um, in terms of becoming more compassionate or what would you like to do sort of thing um I think I'd want to be more receptive to other people's emotions and instead of instead of like a, if someone's going through something just you know giving them a a pat on the back or you know just just being more considerate and just yeah being more receptive oh and also I another goal is um I want to willingly be compassionate like not just be compassionate because that little voice in my head is telling you like oh come on you gotta do this like and then I'm sighing and I'm like well I guess I can you know I guess I could do this I want to willingly um, volunteer to be more compassionate to others. That's me. Uh, how about you? One uh, a tip to myself I'd say is don't be so stiff, Lynn. Like, don't be a stiff brick. <laughs> Grow up. Um, no, in a, in a jokey way, but in a, in a real, in, a, in real terms. Um, yeah, don't be stiff. Like, there's so many people who I look back at and, like offered me help but the pride I don't know if it was definitely probably pride that just didn't let me um take it take it and it's like if I did take it even though I didn't like this is God's will maybe it wasn't this but either way um where would I be now if I took that advice sooner or if I'd even listen to what or try to listen to what they have to say because a lot of the time um I just didn't want to hear it um and I was like nah I don't want to hear what you have to say and so often I ignored it, or if I did listen to it, I wasn't paying attention. So don't be stiff, listen to what people have to say and do it because they want to see you and they want to be there for you and they care about you ultimately. I hope they do anyway. I hope they did anyway. Um, but yeah, like... Stop it, Lynn. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, um, that's the kind of like reflection. And the goal in terms of being compassionate, um, for me, I think I need to offer more. So when we talked about time and money, I think for me, I need to actually take that on now. I think I've been compassionate in some ways in terms of being helpful and the smiling thingy, but I actually now need to offer my actual physical resources, which are time and money to people and use that as a method of support so it's given that I know like I sometimes make my schedule super busy but I know if I don't spend an hour procrastinating as my break scrolling for YouTube I can spend that hour talking to someone or um, at a charity or whatever or money or rather than spending like some money, amount of money on this new Zara dress I can give that money to someone else or I can invest it uh, in a project to help people in like a charity project or uh, give it like just share it because at the end of the day all these riches don't belong to me this this money and this time isn't mine it's God's is God's all glory to the Lord himself is I'm, I'm I'm just using what he's given it to me so reinvesting it and giving that back to people I think is very fundamental for me because I'm not doing very well at that so um yeah time and money that's my compassionate skill to help people who are 
suffering and giving them my time, extending mm. my time to them and extending my money through grace. Oh, um, scrap what I money. said, actually. Add on to the list, sorry. I want to add resources <laughs> as well. Yeah. With, listen, guys, I don't think you understand. When it comes to my money, I need to act as if, like, I am, I am a child of God. Because my attitude to money is, this money is mine. I earned it. No one's taking it. I am, I am cheap and I am frugal. And I have been prideful about that. But that needs to change. Yeah. So, I'm not saying, yeah, that, that needs to change, Olivia, guys. No, like, that's not, yeah. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I was just saying, like, as in, like, yeah, yeah I get where you're coming true, from. Like, yeah. yeah, I used to be, like, I still low-key am. Like, I just seem like, ooh, money. But, yeah. Um, so, I guess that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. Um, happy Easter. Oh, my God. Happy end of the quarter, guys. At the time of listening to this episode, if you've been listening to every single one, we are quarter through the year so first quarter of 2021 complete have you get your goals done have you achieved your goals and um was choosing compassion one of the goals you started off with the beginning of the year if not is it something that you could add um to, to the remaining list yep as Olivia said to the list um we hope you stay well stay blessed stressy um and we are super thankful for you listening to this episode if you got this far please make sure that you leave us a review we really 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 want a review please do that guys and share this to one friend we'd really appreciate that no i'm stretching it i'm stretching it okay okay um shout out to a friend and just again as we always say show kindness to somebody because you never know who really needs it and on that note it's gonna be bye for me and buy from me (laughs) yeah olivia and we'll see you in the next one bye guys bye